Heard you quit your job. We're going to go right into it? We're going to talk about it. <laughs> oh, we're going <laughs> to talk about it. I thought it. we were going to kind of like wade ain't into no, the water. Ain't no wade okay. in the water. Wade in the water, children wade. You have a decent voice. I know. I'll be all over. I'm getting voice lessons, by the way. Are you? One day. I'll I got be- an idea for a show. So voice lessons before a physical trainer. I don't know yes. where you. Forget it. <laughs> Self-love. What up? This is your boy Doughboy and Kev on stage. Here, here. And you are tuned in to another installment of Righteous and Ratchet, the place where we talk about a myriad of things. Nice. We felt a lot of us, we all of us really are a little bit righteous and a little bit ratchet. New merch alert. Yep. We'll talk about that later in the ah, episode. Yeah. Ah, yeah. We got some things. Oh, oh, yeah. Heard you quit your job. We're going to go right into it? We're going to talk about it. <laughs> oh, we're going <laughs> to talk about it. I thought it. we were going to kind of like wade ain't into no, the water. Ain't no wade okay. in the water. Wade in the water, children wade. You have a decent voice. I know. I'll be all over. I'm getting voice lessons, by the way. Are you? One day, I'll I got be- an idea for a show. So voice lessons before a physical trainer. I don't know yes. where you... Forget it. <laughs> Self-love. Okay. This is my goal. Okay. I was at the gym today. Don't trip. Okay. Uh, what were you doing I, in there? I just... <laughs> People walked up in there. What's up? What y'all finna do? Get strong? Using the Wi-Fi? I'm out. <laughs> Wi-Fi is super strong at the gym. It's never strong at the one I go to. Yeah, well, the ones you're talking about is the I... Slim Gym. You're <laughs> at the gas station. Like, <laughs> Gotta use the Wi-Fi, sir. You didn't even pay for the jerky. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's not the sound that I make. You're doing. All right, but let's get to the, well, to the we're lecture gonna talk about um, at hand. Are uh, you crazy? A little sometimes You're I feel crazy? like I have a little twinkle. You had eye. a great I had gig. a great gig. Um, shout out to my uh, former employer, mm. All Deaf. Mm. Um, but it was just time to go, man. Why, though? Why? <sighs> Tell the people right. of Righteous and Ratchet Land, pause. Okay. Not like the homophobic pause. Right. We need a name for our people. The Ratchet yes. and Ratchet family, because um, people are. No, I don't want to. I don't want to call them like all ratchet. Because some of our family are more righteous than ratchet. Because we're all a little bit righteous. We are. Why well, we just call them the R and R's? That stinks. R and R. What is? That? <laughs> I don't know. I just felt if I put some melody. You sound on like it. a seal. R and R and R Okay, y'all, drop some drop suggestions some like in, the com- in the comments. Right. Uh, we have no idea. R and R is not it. Uh, R&R <laughs> If you say it like that It sounds good R&R But what are you Hey what's up R&R no, R&R It just no. sounds Okay yes I like it We're right, the so, Ratcheteers um, What about the, the Ratcheteers? Ratcheteers Like remember uh, What was that the Musketeers. Musketeers So the Ratcheteers For the Ratchet folks No and the Righteous won't The work. Righteous Tears <laughs> the righteous tears of the righteous put, put some things in the comments the top uh, two we'll put up on one of our instagram we'll vote and then we'll come up with a name right okay but right now we're just friends of the pod and we'll call Don't it the call pod. it the potty i'm not the potty okay the pod okay all right so um yeah so uh i did have a really really good job so shout out to the good people at all deaf um you actually hired me at all deaf back in the day when do no i love this story I, back in the day when i uh applied for all deaf digital i didn't have any uh formal training as a writer so i submitted a i said kev man you know i write he was like oh words send me something I, I i and i knew i had good ideas and a lot of ambition but uh, you remember the, the first thing you sent me yes it was 12 hours of blood and the script was in, in the body of an email. So I didn't have any writing software at the time. And Kev was able, able to decipher from a 16-page 
uh, script. Email. That, email. That, I mean, just in the body. Just. <laughs> you know that Kermit meme where he's just like. <laughs> but I was like, first of all, I thought, because 12 Years a Slave had just come out. Uh-huh. And I thought, that's this is funny. This is a parody, 12 mm-hmm. Hours of Blood. Mm-hmm. And you said it was based on a true story. You yes, tried to be a, a, a blood, blood in yeah. uh, Sacramento. Sacramento. It, it, ain't, ain't, it, ain't accidental. it ain't accidental. Trapping in a rental. What was the next line? Snacks are missing minnow. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm from Sacramento. Oh, yeah. It ain't accidental. Come from Sacramento. It ain't accidental. Trapping in a rental. Never sentimental. Never sentimental. Trapping in a rental. Never sentimental. Okay. So it was hilarious. And I was like, first of all, Script writing software. He was like, "What's that? <laughs> what is that?" that time? So I was like, "Final draft," which was like two hono. I didn't have that. Thing. He ain't had two hono. So I was like, "What about Celtics?" He was like, "What's that?" I thought that was the basketball team from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> so he wrote it on Celtics, uh-huh. and that's when we figured out it was sixteen pages. The right. bottom of the e- body of the email, I couldn't. I was just like, "Bro, first of all, <laughs> get your life together." Celtics. He put it in the body of the email, sixteen page for a script. Now, just for reference. Most sketches that we air, three to five pages. So I'm like, dope. This is great, but that's a short film. And we Everybody used to get so mad when you yeah. try to cut it down. Be like, there's nothing I can really cut. So I'm like, dope. Cut it down to like five pages and we can shoot it. He's like, bet, Kev. They'll have it in your email tomorrow. Emails me tomorrow, 11 pages. I said it cut it down to five pages. Kev, there's not a word. And I mean this. As an artist, not a word can be, not a punctuation can be removed from this. bare bones that I have here. So we actually ended up, I think we uh, ended up shooting about eight minutes. Mm -hmm. It was uh, maybe six, six, eight minutes. It wasn't 16 minutes. Yeah. So and it was hilarious. Uh, don't you mean Bubble? <laughs> oh yeah, with the sitcom in Yeah, so go check right. it out. Jahan's in it. Teddy's in it. Slink Young Johnson. Wayne, Slink. It oh, was wow. super funny. That was a lot of people there. And you followed that up with Battle Raps Are Ridiculous. Yes, with you and Teddy. Me and Teddy Ray. And also very funny. Uh, I remember this actually true interesting story. Uh, I was gonna name drop who they were, Uh-oh. but I'll leave the names. For okay. the, I'll I'll tell you on another platform. Okay, two of the uh, employees at All Def. So here's the here's the let me back up. Here's the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doughboy was loving battle raps, and they're like thirty <laughs> minutes long. He was like, "Yo, but have you ever watched one?" I was like, "No, I don't really like consume battle rap content outside of Eight Mile." He's like, "Bro, they're like thirty minutes long." People in the comments like, "It's crazy." So I watched one, and he had a parody of one from the opening to the two bar or uh, two rounds or whatever. Mm. Um, but it was like super long. So I, it was like, again, 15 minutes. I was like, no, nobody's going to watch this. So he's like, but battle raps are 30 minutes. People consuming long story short. We made a very long video. We did put it up on the channel. Right. Two of the employees who were there before me <laughs> went to Russell really behind my back. Really? Yes. And told him this new creative head of content you have. He don't know funny. Check out this video. What they didn't know was Russell was like, Cav, come up here. Okay. This is when we were in Cobra City and his office was up there. And I walk up there. He's like, bro, they think this is trash. <laughs> really? Yes. In First front time of, I'm hearing this in story. Front of them. And I was like, oh, they do. They're like, I mean, not, not trash. I just, I'm not, not saying not I'm trash. Not, I say, I like, I like, I like it, actually. I like, I didn't say trash. Russell, why you Trash in French is fire. So they were like, <laughs> so they were like, it's just a little long and this and that. And I was like, bro, but it was doing well. Right. And I, you know, so I, I stood by it. I was like, I, I think it's hilarious. Yes, it's a little long, but it's supposed to be. Uh, don't trip. I step by my decision. They was looking at the ground the whole time. And that goes to show. People don't have that same energy they never behind do. your back. When you when it's to oh, your face, no. people be singing a different tune. Do, 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 do. So anyway, 
those two episodes were fire and Dobin was freelance after that. He was he had sent me like, man, we were buying his scripts at a record pace. Right. And to his surprise, tell him how you swindled yourself into a job See, with the single greatest pitch ever. So this is how you gotta know it. So at the time I really didn't have any any credits. At the time it was just, you know, I'd done wilding out. For two seasons, I was very mm-hmm. uh, still, you know, and um, I wanted to work there because at the time I was working at Allstate and I wanted to get off of the job. So I remember, first of all, I would love to call Allstate and have you pick up the role. <laughs> what were you doing at Allstate? I was, um, I was a, a basically a claims processor. So if you got into an accident, I was the person you would call and tell me about what happened. And so hold, on, I get a car accident, I call Allstate, you call and you absolutely. I, I, how did you answer the phone at Allstate? Thank you for calling Allstate. This is Anthony. How may I help you? That's my customer service voice. Wow. That's, this is like, <laughs> I would really like, I'll be like, so all these big words I'll be using, I'll be using them in the correct context. It's like, let me know about the parameters of what you think that you can do. I was actually, I was so like, you were like, like sorry to bother you. Yeah. But it's like, I was like a customer service guy. Like that was like, yeah, I know. My thing. So I, wanted, I just would love to be like, oh, I got an accident. Oh, don't worry. But this is dope boy. I mean, Anthony Belcher. You, you wouldn't sorry. have wanted to be my coworker though. Cause I used to take people's lunches. <laughs> Bro, look, I ain't proud of it, but transparency is what wins. I was broke. I ain't have it. I ain't gonna hold you. The funniest thing about Noble <laughs> eating lunch at Allstate, <laughs> Stu was eating other people's lunches, he said. <laughs> Judging them, not liking their lunch, and throwing it in the trash. Like, Sometimes you want to compliment somebody on something, but you can't because you blow your cover. <laughs> I'll be like, Sally, this minestrone soup is to die for. It would, I would get all bougie. I eat like two bites. I'd be like, ah, and throw it away. <laughs> You the days that. after, the and day- you were for honor at this I time. Was, I was, you it. know they know it was you. Now, I used to have a whole plan. Like the day after, like holidays, I'd be like, "Oh, it's gonna be lit." <laughs> the barbecue leftovers after the fourth is gonna be fire. So, did you even bring your own lunch? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, I was God a, will provide. Yes, yes, he was. So, I wanted to really work for for all Def digital and um at the time and I remember I came to Kev and I said look man y'all are buying these you know these sketches from me you know what I'm saying um and that's great but you know if you can give me X amount of dollars. You can say the okay. amount. Okay, if you give me six hundred, six hundred. At the time, you're buying them for two hundred a piece. So I was like, you give me six fifty a week, I'll give you unlimited sketches. I'll and I'll write for everybody else. So all this other talent that you have, I'll write the sketches for them, and then just as a bonus. Anything that you want me to be in, on the house. On the house. And so, like, I didn't even realize at the time that that was a, a smart So, here's pitch. why that worked. This time, we had bought, like, seven scripts from you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were just... Mm-hmm. So, it was like a check had just went out for you for, like, 15 horror. <laughs> Which was the money that I needed to move into my new apartment? I'll tell you that's another story, but go ahead. Oh, it might be. This might be the story. For oh, this might be the story. Bro. Right. So, I take that to the CEO, uh-huh. and I'm like, look. We're paying this man. He's he's doing great. He's acting in the sketches that he's writing for free. Actually, no. At that time, we had to pay you to act in the sketches as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're getting three fifty if you wrote the I sketch was, and yeah, acted, right? Yeah, you're doing great. So I'm like, yo, we're paying this dude fifteen. Oh no, said that exactly in the music, <laughs> Mr. CEO. We're paying him fifteen. Oh no, and two thousand. Oh no, two thousand. Oh no, dork. So I'm like, it's it's better business to pay him this minimum amount and just he'll write for. I mean, at that time, we were doing a lot of influencers. He'll just write and write and write. And his sketches were doing well. The other thing that helped you is the sketches you were writing were doing well on the channel. Mm-hmm. And you were on Wild Now. So we're like, yo, he's on Wild Now. He's a, he's a name. Um, you know, so the CEO was like, okay. Because right. that's just good business. Right. If I can get, you know, in his mind, mm-hmm. if I can get that amount of work and more for less over time, 
I'll do it. And that's how Doughboy swindled his way into a job. Literally the, the only other... person who ever got a job at all that digital like that. <laughs> On a let me let me holler at you, Playboy. I got an idea what I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. And it really was an offer you couldn't refuse. And my best hire. What? Without a shadow oh, of man. a doubt. My best hey. personal hire. <laughs> Uh, Megan to here were also good, uh, but as far as like bang for your buck, hey, man. you g- have generated. I remember when Doughboy was going for a raise, <laughs> this dude was man. He he had typed up everything he had ever written and the numbers that it did, and he was far and wide the most successful writer in all deaf digital history. Like the the sketches he written, he wrote series for people for Mystic and Summerella. This stuff like, just did numbers, and numbers all, and numbers. For all the credit that I definitely appreciate, thank you. That made me feel really great. But you was really giving me the shot all the time to swing the bat, mm-hmm. and you actually told me no a lot more than yes. Bro. Oh boy! Remember when I was mad about love and civil rights? Oh, <laughs> I love and rep- dude wanted it. to do. <laughs> A love and hip hop parody called Love and Civil Rights, <laughs> where Martin Luther King's wife and Malcolm X's wife and Harriet Tubman, which they don't even live in the same like time period. Harriet Tubman was during I... slavery, but just you know, Bethune Cookman, uh, Madam T.J. Walker, everyone, all the women of of Black history would get together and just be catty and throw drinks on each other. And I was like, Doughboy, we, do you realize that they will kill us? Well, you just ain't seen the vision. You ain't that seen the ultimate seeing. vision, man. It's kind of turning it on its head. The stereotypes. And I was pitched this non-stop. <laughs> After a couple months will come by, Black History Month is coming. You know, last year you said no to civil, love and civil rights. This but, year I got a new tweet. Okay, time machine. Put Michelle Obama with them. No, it's no, it's not going to work. Love and civil rights is not a grand idea. I thought it was lit. So, with all that being said, it was the best thing for me over the past four years to have this job. It was really, really great. I was learning, you know, to become an executive. Different things. Had a lot of wins. Mm -hmm. But then it just kind of came to the point recently where it was like, okay, now it's decision time. Um, And um, it was nothing. It wasn't a a bitter mess up, a, a bitter breakup. It wasn't nothing. It was just like, now... It's time for me to bet on myself. Mm. It's time for me because, like, you know, like I said, I've been a part of really, really big franchise. I've been a part of Wild and Out. That's Nick Cannon's vision. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been a part of All Dev Digital. You know, that's, uh, you know, different people's visions. You know, and now I'm just like, I want something that I create or something that I'm very, very passionate about. I kind of want to bet on that. And that's scary. Like, I don't, it's, it's a scary thing to do to walk away, especially at this time in LA. It just, in 2019, to walk away from a salary with full benefits, that takes a little bit of stones. I ain't going to lie And the thing is, like, I, I need to understand. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because, okay. you know, uh, I remember you. So when we brought back, first of all, Righteous and Ratchet was Doughboy's idea. Okay. For a, for an, an, a video series. Three years ago, we did it. It was yeah. Doughboy's idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. Uh, I just like a lot of your ideas. I realize I mean, I mean, um, mo- more than I don't like, yeah. but, but but by far more than I don't. Right, like. right, right, right. So Righteous and Ratchet was his idea, and we started doing it again mm. uh, after I quit ADD. Right. Um, and 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 Doughboy was just like, bro, I love this. I yeah, mean, it was just. But my thing is this: though, it was special from the first time. It, oh, like, once we did it, because yeah. when we first used to do it, it was more as a video series and like a spiritual conversation, and then when we. I kind was of brought it washed back. in those. Yeah, you was never winning. You Go were, look at some of the old you ones. I was like six, six and zero. Oh. Yeah, you was no like. Yeah, it was <laughs> knockout. Every episode, you be like. Ah, 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 ah. 
And I don't the, even know why I'm doing it. My fans were so mad. Right. Like, <laughs> wait, double, uh, Josh, we should put the um, other Righteous and Ratchet episodes, uh, the, the audio ones, as yes. bonus episodes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We can yeah. just rip them off YouTube and, and right. put that. Uh, we should do that for the, for the, for the, for the friends of the pod. Absolutely. Uh, so... Um, he was like, yo, now that you have some time. Because the only reason we stopped is because we, didn't, we have, didn't have time. We didn't have time. I was on. We actually, I was just working right. too much. And I was on tour. Because at the time I was, we first started, I wasn't doing that much stand-up. Right, but right. Then when I blew up on Facebook, I was out every weekend. And, and that so was when we were shooting. Right. Yeah, we would meet up on the weekends. And you see, like you were coming to my house back in the day. Yeah, old episode with the Barack oh, with Obama With the Barack thing. Obama. And, yeah. Wow, life is changed. So anyway, when you got back to this, when we started, it, it was like the magic was there. Just the first time, like, I think I called you after that. I was just like, bro, there's something yeah. yeah, it was just something special, and I just knew, and then it only grew as like the episode. But here's the thing, though. Here, I, I hate to cut you off because okay. I want to understand. Okay, we were making it work with you having a job. I understand. I but, mean, that's before I was going on tour, right? But we had a time like to make it work. Josh was making it work coming over from the Rio. But I shout knew, out to Kama, where Josh is from. I knew at some point it would hit a point to where it wouldn't be like that. Like I knew that it would start to grow legs we're talking about taking this thing live eventually like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i knew that this was going to be a property that was going to be different than everything else i did so i was just like i i want to put everything i have into this but we only shoot one day that's the thing man that's not that's just that that's right now but in order to have a vision yeah you have to be able to know that it's going to grow and my biggest thing was I didn't want to put myself or all deaf because I was so grateful for all the opportunities mm-hmm. that they gave me. And this we could have made road. that work. But no, but see, you got to, no, you have to understand and know when it's a, a bigger vision and bigger. And honestly, and I don't even know if I told you this, so this could be, a, you know, first to Joe here on the camera. You really inspired me in watching what you did. I don't like it. You know, no, I know you don't like it, So, but you're going to listen to it. There's so that's the to thing. Go. That's the thing. So when, when everything happened back in the day and you walked away, like I was seeing you walk away and I was just like, Kev, like what you going to do? You're just like, man, I just, I kind of got to bet on myself at this point. Like this is kind of where I'm at and I got to just put everything into this. And then I seen you do it like you and your wife like you know what i'm saying so mm. i would just come over here just to you know hang with you and just see y'all just dead tired you know what I'm saying because you had been shipping out merchandise all night or just up and it was just something about me like i was just like i i want to do that like i want to be able to to to, to bet on myself and then just to to live like that like you know what i mean but like you, bro you 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 got direct deposit nah man exactly. direct deposit be coming in your bank account as you sleeping i can this is this is this is the best metaphor that i can give you if we're lions let's just say that we're lions mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying or we're just wild animals and whatever but I let's like just lions. say lions so we're lions i feel powerful i kind of feel like being me and the visionary that i am i kind of feel like being at the job was like being in a zoo Everything's there for you, you know. The lions don't have to go out and hunt anymore. They get food, but you're just there. You don't get to go out and experience things. You're just there, and you that they control everything. Is, you know what I mean? Because you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. For me, when what? I left, so back to the, your lion analogy, uh-huh. which I want to piggyback on, right, right. or lion back, uh-huh. so to speak. When you out in the wild, you know it's kill or be killed, it's, and know, also that hunger. It make you know you gotta eat. Lions in the in the zoo, they never get that hungry for real. Because and they ain't gotta do no work. They're really lazy. You imagine then this is outside your analogy, but you imagine you took a lion that's been in the zoo's whole life and just threw him in the jungle. You wouldn't know what to do. Cuz will get socked. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. put me back in. This deer is running. I don't <laughs> run. I don't do that. Why would I chase? Exactly. Ooh, they feed a 
to me. It's two o'clock yet. I know. Roar. Is there gluten in my deer? I can't have gluten in my deer. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> He's just uppity. Exactly. But you know, but when you out there. <laughs> there gluten in my deer. It's something. <laughs> I want avocado toast. You're lying. Avocado <laughs> toast. Uh-huh, <Those>, yeah. <laughs> you're a carnivore. Avocado toast, please. Let me speak to your manager. This is a zoo. A, a lion asking to speak to Let the manager. Speak. I want a cold brew coffee, please. <laughs> cold it's a brew. great analogy, though. But so no, you want to go back in the wild I and, and get and, out there, and, man, and be and just, broke and move around. Like I don't care. It's my vision is more important to me than than my my comfort. It's very it's very important to me, and like just being out, back out in the mix. Like, and that's another thing I want to dispel. And then I want to get into what you had to do when you made mm. your decision. But that's mm. another thing I want to dispel because there's a lot of stuff that we do when we do our episodes. Y'all see, this ain't got nothing to do with pop culture. This is just men dealing with their lives. Mm. And people don't understand. There's a lot of kids out there or just individuals, adults, whatever, and you want to chase a dream. Let's just say your dream is I want to move to LA and I really want to get it popping. Yo, this is really what it looks like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really am going to have to put the Uber sticker back in the car. You so, did not want to do that. And I didn't want to because I was like... You know, people was recognizing me and I was starting to be embarrassed. But you know what that was? Mm-hmm. It's ego. Ego. And you got to let that go. Yes, you Somebody do. told me ego stands for edging God out. Like, you're just really, you know what I'm saying? You're doing too much. And it was just like, I can't let that be the reason. If my goal is just to be able to live my dreams and follow my dreams and pursue it with the passion, I can't be ashamed if somebody see me out here going after it. That's what this is about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, that's why I had to walk away from that and be like, I'm starting from nothing. Didn't have no bunch of money saved up. Didn't have yeah, no, no other. Money saved up? Nah, I mean, I had a couple dollars. I mean, I ain't going to just. You Literally know. one, two, three. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just got a bank account recently. So, I you know, know what I'm saying? I remember I'm, when I met you, you didn't even have a debit. Oh, uh, don't you card. disrespect me. I had, I always had a bank you account. You But my bank account was a shoebox that I put <laughs> under my bed. <laughs> and I had a split down the middle. One was checking and one was savings. So my transfers would look like this. I'd be in the box like, <laughs> okay, put this here and put this. Okay. <laughs> put it back I under my one bed. Time I was like, "Hey, dope. Uh, just call an Uber. And we'll pay you back." He was like, "Oh uh, yeah, um, I cannot." Like, what do you mean? Like, we'll, we'll, we'll pay you back. We'll just no, no, that was back. when I actually called you. Remember that one time when you when I needed an Uber yeah. and I just didn't have it. And I called no, no, this is. I'm talking about when you yeah, when I didn't have the. He was like, "I ain't got no bank." <laughs> what? I was like, "Where do you cash your checks at?" <laughs> check cash your checks. <laughs> no, it's like three percent of your check. He was like, "I." Like, how'd I do it? <laughs> I also had pro clubs there. I picked those up. He got a bank And fifths of Hennessy. Well, that he was, was what I was drinking back then. <laughs> he was like, I ain't got, I can't, I'm on check systems. Dude just went to the bank like, can I get a bank account? They were like, yes. He was like, really? <laughs> then the other time, you talking about, he was like, yo, just call an Uber. And I was like, we'll add it to your thing. He was like, no, nah, man, I, something's wrong with my Something's wrong with my Uber account. It's tripping. Yeah. You're like, uh, okay. And I called it back when I was at Uber. I was like, man, I just didn't have the money. I don't, I don't want to put lies in between us. We're friends. I shouldn't be ashamed that I don't have the money to cover the Uber but I don't but thank you for covering it but that's the thing that people don't understand like if you really want to chase something if you really want to go after it it's going to be sacrifices and this is me just making a sacrifice and saying this is what I'm going to do fun story that I want to get into you why when you made this decision this is another thing that I I always give people this analogy because this will tell you everything you need to know about Doughboy I think I've told you this story how I learned how to swim this is how, this is always my analogy. And I always. First of all, go ahead, go, tell the story. <laughs> all right. So when I grew up, I grew up in Sacramento, California. Um, back in the day, it was a different time. 
Um, you know, my parents yes. didn't really have money for it. And it, it was black and white because we were so old. <laughs> the world was black and white. Horse and carriage were in Sacramento. It was the gold rush years. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're paying for gold. <laughs> so this is my life back in the day. So my parents didn't, you know, have a ton of money. So they used to send us to this place called Magnum Pool. Pay 50 cents to get in for the whole day. I'm old. 50, 50 cents. I am old. <laughs> it costs one buffalo nickel and one piece of hard tack. We would take the horse to the tavern and draw water from the well. So, you know, so we would go there. They would just leave us at the pool all day. Yeah. And that was basically our daycare. The thing is, we didn't know how to swim and we didn't really have money for lessons. Wait, why would your parents send you to the pool if you I don't know, man. Go it's there and die. Different. I don't care. You I got to go to work. Is what I got to. You stay out the deep end. Let me tell you how my mind processed the world at a young at a young age. So I remember being in the pool and I remember seeing the people at the Is deep end colored only pool no no it was it was a pool <laughs> so i remember like if you didn't know how to swim you were in the shallow end yeah. you kind of just kept your feet in the water Chilling, the laughing. girls didn't get their hair there was really no games being played you can kind of walk around that's all it was mm. and then i remember looking at the deep end and people were just jumping off the diving board the water looked bluer it looked colder it just yeah. looked like they were living a life and i was just like why can't I go over there and be a part of this? And it was just like, well, because you don't know how to swim, stupid. But I was right. like, but why do I know how to swim? Because it was like, because you're afraid. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't want to be afraid. So this is how my seven-year-old mind is processing. I'm like, I got to get over this fear. So I remember just going to the pool one day and my sister looking at me like, oh my God, like, Tony, what are you doing? Because everybody knew I had a little twinkle. I went to the 12 feet of the pool, looked at everybody, looked at the lifeguard, looked at my sister. Everybody knew that I could not swim. And I'm fat too. Looked at everybody and just... Whoosh, jumped in the pool. Didn't know how to swim. No, nothing. Lifeguard has to come in, save me. What are you doing? You're crazy. I was just like, I just didn't want to be afraid. Long story short, I did this every day for the entire summer <laughs> to the point where they had to like tell my mom, like, you got to tell him something. He's going to drown. So where you, how does, every time I would jump in, they would just come in and get me. They'd be, so you they weren't just, learning to swim at all like Not this. really. I was just getting over the fear. You were just, uh, but were you Were you less afraid every time? Yeah, every time. And then they would tease me more. They'd be like, you, so the lifeguard would come and get me. They'd be like, okay, when you're jumping in, they let me stay under a little bit oh, longer. You know By that, the end of the summer, you know I knew that, how, to, how to swim. But you know that meme with Diddy and the kid with the with the the, the lights can do looks like OBJ when they're just staring at each other and it keeps going back and forth. Oh yeah, that's you in the lifeguard. Before you jump in, you're just like, don't you do it? You're like, I'm gonna do it. No, don't I'm you do gonna it. jump in this pool. That was my thing. So that's how I. So really, of, that by the end of the summer, you knew how to swim. I knew how to swim. I was done being afraid, and that's how I've always been in my life. I did the same thing when I moved to Los Angeles. I was 30 years old. People was like, you too old to get on. This, that was almost 10 years ago. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go down there and get on Wild and Out. They were like, yeah, right. You're too old. So all these different things. I, I've always been a jumper yeah. because I felt like life ain't really just sitting in the pool with your feet in the water. Like right. I want to learn how to swim and I'm willing to die to figure it out. That's kind of extreme, but I really right. am. But you really approach life I really life am. Like that. Like, I, so let me ask you. So I know you've been in L.A. for how many years? It'll be six years in March. Okay, so give me, Brown should break down two decisions. One, the decision to move to LA, yeah, and then your decision to quit your job a couple of months ago. Tell me what I your mindset. Two state. jobs. The Boeing job was a, probably a bigger decision. Okay, that's much bigger than quitting Boeing was the single hardest. Like, because you was getting money. Getting, I mean, looking back, right, right, right. But at that time, yes. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I, honestly, man, I probably jumped in when I moved to LA because I ain't had it all. Like money was, <laughs> right. but what happened was social media. Uh, because of social media, Zay Zay got the role in Little Rascals, uh-huh. right? So the movie, you know, Universal flew us down here. They put us up in Burbank. Me and Zay Zay had a little studio. And how old there. was he at the time? He was five. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, five when it happened. I think uh, 
six when the movie started filming. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so we lived in Burbank for the duration of the movie filming was about three months. Mm-hmm. So and and when I man, I'm gonna tell you what, like when I it, it clicked a couple of times for me. Mm-hmm. One when I was on set mm-hmm. and I just saw a sound man on his phone during a break, like mm-hmm. like just here's my ten minute break and I'm just like you know my life, right? Yeah, and I was just like, yo, this dude is. His, this is his job. Mm. His job is mm. to hold this boom pole and hold sound for movies. And he gets paid the same whether he's working, because he's union, he gets mm-hmm. paid whether he's working on Little Rascals or right. whatever. So I was, t- and I used to talk to, I mean, you know me when I was at All Dev, I used Personable, to talk to yeah, every person. Personal. So I'm talking to the movie, the uh, makeup artist. Mm. Bro, the dude was telling me that, you know, they were. I was like, well, how do you guys like this job? They were like, this? R- Little Rascals is easy. <laughs> Like it's just kids. It's like no tough gigs. They're sweet. They're nice. You're just right. basically doing touch ups. Right, right. The dude had just the, uh, one of Zay's makeup artists that day. He had just done a uh, Thor, I think. Oh wow! And he was doing like Ice Monsters or something like that. Uh, one of the, or- the earlier Thor movies. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, we used to have to be like. He liked it. He was like, the makeup was fun, but it we, it was eighteen hour days. Whew. And we have. He's like, I had to be on set at three a.m. Mm. And do people's makeup till they were on set till eight, like eight in the morning, and then I do somebody else. And you, and because they're not actors and they have right. to appear on camera, their union rules they only need like six hours of sleep or whatever from from call to uh, from the end of their workday to their next call. Six need like, hours uh, of sleep or ten ten hours. Okay. It was something small, mm-hmm. so they could basically work a, do a night uh, be up like from uh, three in the morning till eight, mm-hmm. and then be having to be right back on set. At eight. I think gotcha. it was twelve hour turnaround, something like that. Got it. And and I was like, bro, you, they just get to do makeup for movies. Mm. And this director, he directs this, he gets to direct something else. And I'm like, these people's jobs are so just... So you've seen that it was possible to yes. live your dream. And then, you know the movie signs in LA where it's got the, the yellow sign, it has, it'll say the name of the set, where it's like giving people directions, you yes. see it around town. Mm-hmm. So I'd never seen that in Washington ever. And then I remember we, you know, Little Rascals had a couple on-location shoots. So we, you know, tell you where to go and blah, blah, blah. We, you, we find it. Right. And then I realized after I saw that, I started seeing that around LA. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they're making a movie over here. Oh, so there's other movies being made while you're Other movies movie. being right. made. And then, so, I remember telling Melissa before we even, about halfway through the movie, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I'm, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not gonna be able to come back and live Ooh. in Washington. Because at this time, we had just started Playmakers. Uh-huh. I started working. Zay Zay had his so deal with So this is Austin like, oh, what, not, oh, eight, oh, nine? This is 2012. My math no, is terrible. 13? 12. 2012. Okay. 2012. Okay. This is the fall of 2012. Okay. And I told her, and I said, look, by the time I turn 30, I'm going to be in LA. We, not I'm like, we are. I said, and the the reason she came around to it is because I was like, if I have to stay in Washington, I'm going to be depressed. Like, I cannot come and act like I didn't just. You had a good job. You had good money. You had a good benefits. Don't use my thing on me. You did. Like, what made you? I did. We were making a hundred bands. Together, me and Melissa, and that in Washington, that's and different bro, kind of our money. mortgage was not that much. <laughs> it was a little two bedroom house. Boys is in private school. So what was your what was your mental going day to day in your job? It was day? like you know how I, this is how I approach the world. I can live with failure. Mm-hmm. When I play basketball, I've told this story on the pod. Mm-hmm. Went tryout for Division three B college. Got crossed up left and right. Dunked on six times. <laughs> crossed you into a different profession. Bro, cro- and Boom, I sat carpentry. down. 
Real life, though. Dude crossed me. I took my shoes off after that game. I was like, ah, this is as far as I go. It's been a good run. But I'm cool. Right. Because I know if I can't hold this dude at Division 3A Pine University. It's going to be a tough sledding. I'm not going to make it to the NBA. Right. And I'm the type of dude, if I don't go to the NBA, I'm not going overseas. Like, right. no shots to nobody. That's just not me. That's it's the league or nothing. Right. So, uh, and people, I went to college. And people were like, didn't you play basketball in high school? No, I never. Nope. <laughs> Why'd you try for U Dub, bro? You when I was at U Dub, Nate Robinson went to the NBA. Really? On the U Dub team, Brandon Roy, NBA U Dub team. Uh, Will Conroy went to the league for a couple years. Like these dudes were playing. You for wasn't U-Dub. even gonna make the practice squad. I wasn't gonna make. The, <laughs> they didn't let me come in to the gym. Like, bro, like, nah, fam. And I was cool with that. Right. I could accept that. My skill at that sport and height and ability, I was not going right. to play at the top level. No problem. Like, mm-hmm. I, that didn't even bother me. Mm-hmm. But with comedy, I was watching comedians and, and YouTubers. Um, Tim DeLaghetto, you know Tim. Yeah. I was like, mind. bro, Tim is living his life off of this. I, if, I, if he can do it, mm-hmm. I can do it. I can give it a shot. I can give it a shot. And I was like, I can live with failure. And I you, cannot live with not trying. That's how I be. Yeah. I just can't not know. I just can't not know. That'll bother fail. me. You can, and I was like, if it, and I told Melissa, and she was like, cool. Like, I was like, if it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. like, if I give it my all, we give it our all, it doesn't work out. back home. Right? I, not, we oh. can go back home. We rented our house. Oh, wow. But uh, I was, I'm no problem admitting I lost mm-hmm. and, 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 and getting a job. Right. Like, I, and then I could work at Boeing knowing that I gave it my all, like, and I could die happy. Right. So, but I couldn't just. Not, I couldn't. You couldn't just not go. And I. And that's how ironic. We both job. went around the same time. Yeah. I went around thirty-two. So that's yeah. crazy. Okay, but go, right, so go ahead. But I also hated Boeing. Okay. Before that, just because like it was such a cushy job, it was almost too cushy. Right. There's literally nothing to do. So I just spent all day. Like so you were getting paid to do nothing, but that just wasn't good no, enough for you. I, no, no lie. I'm, people do not believe me when I say this. In a four-week month, we had planes half of the month. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other half, when there's no planes to work on, there's absolutely no work. So you're just there. Maybe a meeting or two a week. So you're so just I, there, just... The little unspoken rule was just don't say nothing. <laughs> you know, Boeing making so much money and the, the process was so streamlined, uh-huh. everybody had to just appear busy. And just to not mess it up. Just don't mess it up. Don't rock the boat. Because we were on the 737 program, which was like cookie cutter. Southwest would mm-hmm. order like 400 planes exactly the same. And you have to build all these engineering hours, but it's really like cookie so just, cutter plane. Right, they just, make a plane in eleven days. Really? It comes in on the first as a as a cigar. I have a video on my YouTube page. That's scary because don't it take like no. a month to make a Maybach? No, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I, I thought you were gonna say month to make a plane. Okay. It comes in like a the fuselage comes in, in like a cigar tube, mm-hmm. hollow, empty. Okay, mm-hmm. on February first, February twelfth, they pull it out. The back and fly and it's good to go. Really? Wings, paint, 11 business days. Now, they wow. work on that plane three shifts, 24 hours a day, every single day. Wow. But, and, but when they come, like, they don't even have the wings for it until the day they need wings. Like, that's how streamlined Boeing was. They did what's called on-time, uh, par- on-time parts or whatever. Uh-huh. So they didn't keep, like, parts mm-hmm. on. They didn't keep, they didn't have shelves. Okay. It was like Amazon to a T. The day we need wheels, that's when they the have dude it. pulls up with the wheels, like literally, Here you go. and they put them on. Wow. Build the wings in the wing factory next door. They take them across. So it was your job just to facilitate all of these. I'm things. a scheduler. Okay. All I, all I, let me, let me tell y'all how easy this job was. <laughs> literally, 
Imagine you order a plane, uh, a car on the online mm-hmm. Toyota Camry, right? Got it. You say, okay, this is Anthony Belcher. I've got thirty thousand dollars to spend. I want black with tinted windows. I want uh, AC, CD player, all the amenities. These are my personal amenities, mm-hmm. right? My job was to say, this is Anthony Belcher's car. Mm-hmm. Here's the license plate number. He wants CD. Eight line items I had to put in. Starts on this date. Should be done by this date. If nothing goes wrong, it's called a flow time, a flow chart. If nothing goes wrong, it should take three days to do the wing. Now, mind you, all that stuff is done, pre-built. Wow. Literally, I type in Anthony Belcher, and they just Toyota Camry, thirty minutes per plane to fill in this information. Basically, glorified data entry. I'd have eight planes a month, so on two weeks, I'd have about two hours worth of legit of work to do a day. But that just wasn't enough for you. So I had 160 other hours to do absolutely nothing. And what were you doing in those 160 hours? Watching YouTube. And you were just like, everybody's yes. in the game except for me. I watched every video, every spoken reasons. Tim, Issa Rae, Awesomeness TV, uh, Epic Meal Time, Epic Oof. Rap Battles. I mean, every viral video, every creator. I just consuming, like, how does this work? How do they do this? How do you do sketches? How do you edit? How do you do this? I mean, I tried to convince boring people to give me the Mac laptop because the design team had those uh-huh. so I could edit because we had Dell's and there's right. no editing software. And I knew Apple's came with because I had Apple. So mm-hmm. I was like, if I could just get on the design team, It'd I could edit that work. Long story short, I just couldn't sit there. I feel like my life was wasting away. Right. I'm just like, bro. I, I, I felt like that, too, because I was at Wells Fargo before I came to move to L.A. And I just yeah. I just remember just going on a break. And being gone for 17 minutes instead of 15, and them just like being so angry with, <clears throat> angry with me. And I was just like, I don't like this. Like, I just, and that's no knock to anybody that does it. It's just for me personally, it just wasn't gonna work. I was yeah. like, I wanna go chase my dreams and do something yes. else. I would live for the moment where I could get home and shoot a video. I would go in my car. That's back when it. you were spending money to do content. Yeah. On, on you, in, in Boeing, I would go back in my car, dark. Put the camera in the thing, shoot wow. the video, edit it on my on my break, and post it, and go back to work and like watch it get 117 views and been like, hey, <laughs> I hit 100. Let's go, let's go. That's crazy. I remember like YouTube Partner. I when I first got accepted to the YouTube Partner program, I was like, <laughs> could tell you nothing. Well, see ya. <laughs> so but, then fast forward. So then you go to LA. You go to LA, do little uh, little rascals, and I'm just like I'm I'm bit. Right. I'm just like Liz. I cannot, and she knew it from the jump. She right, was right. Like, she knows you well. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't right. let you do that movie, and she was like, "All right, bet we'll make a plan." You know, we made our plan or whatever. But that first Friday that that direct deposit didn't come, Ooh, you feel it? You talk about. I looked at the bank on Thursday night and looked at it on Friday morning. Like, oh, so y'all just ain't gonna pay me, huh? <laughs> That's how after feel? all these years, just because I don't come to work. That's for two how years, you feel, Bowen. Y'all ain't gonna pay your boy. Cool, <laughs> cool, right? But I was I was a lion out here. Like you had I'm to gonna just... get it. Watch me work. And and since that moment. And that that's for ADD was a lot different when I left. Right. So then, so take me just, to that one. So then now, ADD, you're, you're head of content at a yeah. digital media company doing very well. You're making good money. But now, you know what it is though? It just is? clicked. What's that? When I went on tour, mm-hmm. it was that you same seen click. It. Right. You seen I was that. just like, I can do this. I, I like it. I can feed my family doing and, this. And that even indirectly hit me because you remember we used to talk all the time. We was working out at the time and you was talking about doing it. So for me, just being your friend, yeah. like, you know, how they say the iron sharp is I like I'm seeing you 
talk about putting together a tour, then you go on a tour, sell it out. You were trying to come out. I was her. trying. I was like, man, I'm gonna come, but you did it. But I was drinking all the time. You were I, drunk. Yeah, I needed to figure out my life. You did. <laughs> I perspective. remember you was. There were some nights you had a bender. Oh yeah, we uh, was on the uh, treadmill next to each other. Like, I was like, hello. What were you doing last night? I'd be like, champagne and Hennessy. <laughs> Pure Hennessy came Coming out, out of your the pores. pores. But so you were still you, there. I was still always, you know, pushing for it. But, so, the, but well, I, just, I just want to be clear about uh, what happened with ADD. Yeah. ADD was literally a, a. there's only a certain amount of time in the day. Yeah. I can be a good family man, husband, mm-hmm. father. I can go on tour and I can uh, uh, work a full-time job. Those things, only those two three, of those. Right. Of those three things, only two, only two could, could work. And the bottom line is when I started ADD, I knew I would not work there forever. Right. And I it's just always knew. tough. It's always... I, I, I told Russell when I first met him, I said, man, I did not come here to work for nobody. Right. And I all I was like, because my thing is like, I couldn't be him or Diddy or anybody mm-hmm. if I worked for them the whole time. Now, yeah. Diddy started with L.A. Reid and exactly. whatever. And, uh, you know, like Shauna Rhimes was, was uh, Will Smith's intern at one point. Really? Yes. Wow. But eventually and often before it looks like you should, mm-hmm. you got to jump. And do your you thing. You gotta jump, and and that's where that's just where I kind of feel like I'm at right now, man. I feel like it's but you you you're more like you when you first moved to LA. Yeah, this is almost like the second time you had to. This is the big. This, this is a big one because it's just like you know, there's no guarantees in this, and it's like you know, and this could. Me and you have talked, like, you know, I've been texting. I was like, man, this could either go down as one of my best or worst decisions, <laughs> depending on how I play it. Well, I want to go back to your ego thing because you said you were Ubering at first. I was. And then you were like, you got, I got noticed, man. I can't do it. I got noticed. What did your mind, how did your mind change now where you're like, bro, I don't even care. I'm going to do this. Because it's, it's not worth it for me to let my dream die. Like just, I kind of feel like my dream would die if I don't do what I'm supposed to do for it. Yeah. So I feel like it's just that important. So back then. Yeah, like my ego, like, you know what I'm saying? This is around the time, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, dropping weight. I'm making so I'm making the best money. Yeah. And so when I got noticed, like, it just, it was just such a hit to my ego. I was like, I'm dope. I really said to myself, I'm dope, boy. I can't be out here driving no Uber. Mm. And God was like, oh, really? Oh, Is that yeah. what you say you think? You know, and that was a lot of things that I was doing, too. Like, it was a lot of dope. You wouldn't, even, came, you wouldn't even take the train because you I wouldn't because I was getting noticed. Yeah. And I would, like, it, it, this, is, this is what let you know. Last year, I started my YouTube page in 2018 mm-hmm. at the beginning. I remember I was talking to you. I'm going to start doing a video a day like you, Kev. I didn't post for a year because I was so embarrassed to be starting at zero. Why? Because no. I was like, I'm Doughboy. I'm Fat Drake. I'm Being sober has made me a self-aware on a different level. That is like, one Now I can just call myself on my, on my BS. I could be like, you was tripping. You was out your element. You was smelling yourself. You was thinking you was all that. Yeah. And that's what's hurting you. So now it's just like, all right. With everything being said, everything encompassed and being in the envelope, are you willing to do whatever it takes to get your dream out there? Are you willing to do whatever? Are you willing to Uber? Yes. Are you willing to not have money in your pocket on a day-to-day basis like you've been having? Yes. Like, are you willing to not have benefits? Yeah. That one yes. Things. Tough. You got a baby. I have a whole daughter. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like, are you willing to, you know, have a roommate, you know, for another year if you have to? Yes. Whatever I got to do because I can't let my dream die on the table. I feel like windows of opportunity are just that, but they close. And if you don't get it while you you can't break a brick to open it if you Mm -hmm. wait too long. And so that's why I'm just like, this is is what it's going to have to be. And 
if if I got to go back to, you know, whatever it is, and if I got to be embarrassed, if I got to look crazy, that's cool because I love this that much. So that's where I'm at, man. Are you inspired, Josh? That's really where I'm at, and it's okay. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I don't want to lose that about myself. And that's just even like, you know, with the Righteous and Ratchet audience, like whatever it is you want to do, I just say you have to do it. And that doesn't always mean quitting your job. No. That means you can work your job and work your hustle. Exactly. I'm a a firm believer in work your job Mm -hmm. and work your hustle until your hustle can replace your job. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always mean I need to quit my job because people, if I don't quit, and then people, you know, um, you know, motivational speakers, if you're not willing to quit your job and you don't love it enough, (laughs) that's not true. It's not, right. People have, my wife Mm -hmm. and kids was like, bro, you can't, quit like, <laughs> until, you, until you made a plan right like, when i you moved to la plan, i had a right. plan you know right. we, i was working for awesome is working mm-hmm. for tracy Edmonds. i was giving up the safety net mm-hmm. of, of a salary but i wasn't walking to no money right right you know right. what i'm saying but there was no guarantee i was going to make what i had made so and to compensate for that we had money saved mm-hmm. we moved from a house to an apartment like i had to swallow some pride and be like when i got a parking spot Bruh. i had a house Bruh. You know how hard it was for me to own a home, rent that, so I could live in an apartment? <laughs> I don't want to up the house, and now I'll have an apartment. And then people would, t- you know, knock on y'all kids too loud, and people uh. playing. My apartment was, people would be cooking all the different, all the times, and it would be all different foods. I, bro, I don't want to smell that. Man, I used to have a roommate when I first moved here. It was a lady named Lucy, and I was so broke, man. Like, I guess I have a habit of just stealing people's food. She would, like, go to work. <laughs> And I would eat her bread because that's all she would have like in there is just bread. Your roommate? Yes. And then she would come back. She'd be like, Anthony, did you eat my bread? I counted my bread last night. I'm missing four slices. I'm like, what? I don't know she bread. She used to count her slice. bread slices. So you just sitting there eating four random slices that's of all bread. I had, man. I just had to. And like, she came back was like, something's wrong here. So you didn't even eat a sandwich. There was no meat and bread. It was just, I, I'd make cinnamon toast. Did you cry into that sandwich? I, I did. It would be some, t- you, you know, chasing in the pursuit of chasing your dreams, there are some humbling Bruh. moments. Bruh. That I remember, I remember getting EBT and the lady noticing me from while and out. She's like, oh my God, you're hilarious. What are you, man, just give me the card, man. I gotta eat. That's what I'm saying. Like, people don't tell you about that. People don't tell you about. Hold on, tell the- them the story. When you thought you when you book wild and out and you thought you were gonna be rich and oh. you called people and cussed them out. When I tell you just the learning curve of what it is, when I get booked wild and out, there was nothing you could tell me about anything. So at this point, it's just like everybody that hated on because I said I'm coming to LA to get on wild and out. So that meant big stuff for me. So everybody was getting a phone call. I'm like, hello, I'm with Nick Cannon, trick. It's over for you. <laughs> Grandma, like, like I'm calling everybody, letting them know, like, yeah, 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 I'm in the mix now. Watch your television, tune in. Because I'm thinking you get on TV, that's it. Everybody gets a Bentley. You're a millionaire, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. And I seen what it really was. So how did it really work? Because people do not know. Why right. not, first of all, why not is coded as a game show. It's coded as and a game show. And that is a big, It's a huge difference. Point. Something to know. So... And and Tell I'm them a new, what that means. That means that check ain't gonna look like what you think it's gonna look like. Now, no, no, and don't let me sit there like they paid us good, so they yeah. paid us what they were supposed to. So never on no shady stuff, but 
just knowing that. But it's not being it's on a different. network. It's where not you're like being royalty. on a sitcom yes. where you're getting 40, 50K an episode plus residuals. Is that what you, okay. The residuals. Okay. You know what I mean. I'm sure they knew. Well, you know. <laughs> so plus residuals. That- <laughs> and you said, which I didn't even know, uh-huh. if you don't make the episode, even if you taped it, mm-hmm. if you don't make it, the final cut, you're, you don't get paid. You're not getting paid. And then you're just getting, so you're just getting like this lump sum of money. But if you go from just being broke and you're in debt, as soon as you get that check, that's out the door. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, you spent the, the money spent before it even hits your account. Oh. So that was just like a very humbling situation. Like, okay, so I'm, you know, so in doing that and then all the experiences through all deaf and just, you just learn about it. It's like you never really make it until you make it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And, and whatever that is defined to is as you, as you define it. So, it just put me in a space to where now, I, I know, I'll be trying to sound deep. Just agree with me sometimes. Me and Josh caught eyes. If you do it until you define it, fine, fine. I'm saying happiness is what you define it as. And it changes every day. So now I'm just at a point where it's just like. So your last day is Friday. This Friday. But So when February, when February 1st, no, no. February 3rd, mm-hmm. is that the first Monday? Yeah, no. Feb- February, February 4th. No. Yeah, Second, third fourth, Super Bowl, yeah. February fourth. You yeah. ain't got no job. I ain't got no job. You ain't got no job. So that's why we're here. <sighs> this is a welcome home, Doughboy project. Hey. If you're watching the pod, the pod, you heard the man's story. I mm-hmm. I told Doughboy, I said, bro, we ain't going, we ain't going to do you wrong. You uh-huh. feel me? So here's what we got: new merch alert. New merch. Okay. Right, Josh, tell us if this show's good. Okay, does it look good? Can y'all see? Move the mic. Righteous and Ratchet merch mm-hmm. is on the site. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't. I need the mic. I yes. try to yell. Righteous and Ratchet is on the mic. Yes. Um, oh. Doughboy has a shirt that fits his life. Yeah, tighten that. There you go, sweetheart. Okay. All right. So my first Doughboy's first merch. idea because this really defines who I who how I look are. at life. I'll read it to them. Doughboy's first merch idea. I love Jesus a lot, but I cuss a little. Just a little bit. I don't want to. <laughs> I just do. But I just do. That's where I'm at with my walk. That's where you're at with your walk. So if you visit righteousandratchet.com, yes. you can get this merch. You can okay? get this merch. All the proceeds of righteousandratchet.com go to Doughboy. 100% of the merch sales, go to Doughboy. Josh is going to take some pictures of us after this episode. Merch will be available, righteousandratchet.com. Every dime goes to Doughboy. I bought a shirt. You did. I bought a shirt because I believe in the vision. But yes. wait, yes. there's more. If you're watching this video, <laughs> you support this podcast. Yes. And we have an opportunity for you to support us monetarily. Yes. Welcome to Righteous and Ratchet on Patreon. Ah. Here's how you can support the pod. For $2 a month, you get a heartfelt thank you. Welcome email from Kevin Doughboy. Our eternal love and admiration. You also have access to pre-sale tickets to our live shows before anybody else. Mm. Oh, we're going to go on tour. Absolutely. It's going to happen. Mm. That's the two Horner Club. The two Horner. Which is $2 a month. For $5 a month, you can be in the five Horner Club. <laughs> you say it like that. This tier receives a handwritten thank you from Doughboy and Kev, along mm. with a Righteous and Ratchet sticker of this logo or the podcast logo. This tier also receives the first chance to purchase life uh, tickets to Righteous and Ratchet Live. So, because you know they do sell out. 
Yeah. And next going to be smaller venues because mm-hmm. we got to see how it's going to do. Yeah, so test the waters. Test the water. Okay. Ten Horner Club. I don't even know if that's a word. But Ten Horner is a club. Everything in the previous tiers. And Doughboy will send you a freestyle. Yes. For you and a friend. That could be a happy Your birthday freestyle. Happy birthday freestyle. Thank you, freestyle. Whatever. You tell him he will send the bars. How many bars will they get, Doe? Eight bars. Eight bars, which I don't know how to count rap bars, but you're going to get it. Yes. And if you really love us, mm-hmm. you can get the 25 on Club mm. for $25 a month. And I know that's a lot, mm. so I expect you to only get it if you really got love <laughs> for the pod. You get everything in the previous tiers, Plus, the moment the Righteous and Ratchet episode is ready, Josh himself mm-hmm. will email you a link to watch. Yeah. We're shooting this on Monday morning, 8 a.m. It won't come out until Wednesday morning at 6. You get it early. But you could be watching it the moment Josh edits it. The exclusive. He will send it to you after we've approved it, which we pretty much approve as we leave. <laughs> He'll send it to you and you'll watch it. Right then. If we're on vacation or on tour, we're going to shoot episodes ahead of time. There might be time where you're three episodes ahead of the common man. Mm -hmm. But you also get a free Righteous and Ratchet shirt two times a year. Okay? You don't have to pay for that. We're just going to send it to you. But wait. There's more? Free tickets to Righteous and Ratchet when it comes to your city. Oh, wow. You don't have to go on there and buy a ticket. Why would you? You've already supported. You've been supporting every month. You just say, hey, you guys are coming to New York. I'm in the 25 Honor Club. I need two. I'm pulling up. I need two tickets. <laughs> two tickets are done. I will personally put your name on the list. You get two tickets. VIP. 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 You come in and you got it. And then that's that's it. That's that's a lot. Actually, actually, Doughboy will personally call you and thank you. I will call you. You will hear me. I will call you. He'll use his regular voice or yes. his Allstate voice. So right. that's what you get when you support the Righteous and Ratchet. And let me just let them know. Just, just in case. Hold on. Hold on. Any... Let me say okay, one more thing. Okay. I know everybody doesn't have $25 a month mm-hmm. to get it. I get that. We don't even need that. We just need throw off. Uh, if a lot of y'all through the do the $2 club. That'll change. That'll change. Oh boy. It's life. $5. Club? Or you say, I ain't got 25 a month, but I can buy this merch shirt. Mm-hmm. I can buy this shirt for $25. Yeah. I can get the one off. Yeah. I'll do the one off. Everything's going. Doughboy's going to mail it to you. We're going to set up his all the money for RighteousAndRatchet.com goes to Doughboy. No cap. That's my, he came home from prison. We set him up on the street. He don't want to go back. <laughs> he just and gave sell me a drug. <laughs> he don't want to. Nah. He don't want to sell drugs in the community. Nah, nah. You know who you are. You're Cuddy from the Wire. Mm, Remember Cuddy? He was I like, I don't want to do that no more. We help you get the gym. Yeah. You just want to help the kids. Everybody chips in. This is how we build. And it's $2, $5. If you only got that, we're grateful and thankful. And if you don't have a dime. Just do, there's one of two things you can do. Share videos. Share videos. Spread the word. But I also have my own YouTube. I am Doughboy TV. That's it. I am D-O-B-O-Y TV. I would love it if we just have a push and I just get a whole bunch of subscribers after this episode. That would absolutely help me. And then because I, I you also get all be, the money for that, too. Absolutely. I just want to be clear, though, on what this means. This means that now, because I am the producer of mm-hmm. Righteous and Ratchet. You are. So I can make sure this starts to look better, that we start to have more innovative, dope ideas. Or we can shoot more episodes. More episodes. More bonus content. All that good Could stuff. be available for you. And you could write. We're working on movies. Movies, yeah. Web series. Doughboy's going to be doing his other stuff. He's going to be writing movies mm-hmm. that you'll see me him, the crew, star in, mm-hmm. he has time now to write them. And that's 
This oh, is, we're gonna make it. We're gonna get it lit. Man, thank you so much. For I love it. you. I love you too. Now man. let's end with the fun stuff. So it's time for the wrap up. Ah, this is this was a good one, man. This you was... had a great you had a great episode last time. Uh-huh. I've got seven words. I can't remember how are we supposed to do it this time. First, you say the words so the people at home can mm-hmm. hear them, and they couldn't really see them. And we'll. I don't think out. we're gonna be able to wait for them to see them. Okay. I think when you say it, gonna yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. know. Okay, so say so, the words. So I'm gonna say the first word. I'm gonna, here's the card that I'm not gonna use. I'm just making sure this is how we work. Okay. So you start rapping. I go lips, and then you. Go no, 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 no. You're going to say all the words at once. Oh, because that was. was the messed up that's part, what it was. The, the handoff. That's what so it was. you're going to say all the words at once. Got it. And then I'll do them one at a time. Okay, here we go. Today's Righteous and Ratchet wrap-up. Uh-huh. Doughboy's seven words. I'm so excited. I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, all right. This is a tough one. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Seven words. Divine appointment. Okay. Okay, these are randomly picked. Okay. The seven words for today are mansion. Mansion. Mm-hmm. Veins. Veins. Peace. Peace. Plain. Plain. Puppy. Puppy. Respect. Respect. And kitchen. Kitchen. All right. Do you have to do them in that order? No, just shuffle them up and hand them to me. Okay. All right. And I finally got that cord that you were trying to put me on blast about. Uh, I wasn't trying. I put so you on blast. This should be better. And I'm, I'm taking, uh, he doesn't know. Which order they are in. Okay. He shall begin to rap. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, look. Ah, uh, look. Go. Here we go. Ah, uh, look. You already know, Doughboy. I come through and speak flames. You already know that Anthony is my real name. I come into the game. It'll never be the same. And after this episode, I got hustle running through my veins. Yeah. You know what I do. You like a piece. I be eating fruits like apples, banana, peach. Uh, and yeah. I be doing my thing. Sometimes you go and preach. But when I do this thing, you know that I'm promoting peace. Yeah, yeah I'm like a jeppy. I'm never, ever a guppy. You want to see me? I'm adorable, just like a puppy. Uh, this rhyme I'm spitting, you know it's not written. I got some flows. It be hecka hot up in the kitchen. Uh, yeah. You see these two chains on my neck? Wow. You know when I come through, I'm coming for all of that respect. Yeah, I coming through. I got it. Team is like expansion. I got an apartment now. One day I'ma have a mansion. Yeah. I be doing my thing. I be going insane. I be up in the bird like you was that Boeing and planes. Oh. You said they made them like in like a two weeks. You know that dope when I do my thing, I do speak. Yeah. yeah. The rap of Goya. Yeah. Yeah. The rap of Goya. Yeah, yeah. Did you fade out? No, he Josh made yeah. it out? See, because I gave him the chord. DJ, Josh. See, the production's already to. getting better. The production you is feel getting me. better. All right, so now you ready to... It's my turn. Uh, and now we have an addition, We too. have an addition. Shout out to my boy, Whoop Triggers. I got to take my AirPods out mm-hmm. so the people of the world can see it. And I will be backing myself up okay. when it is time. Let's make sure it works. <laughs> yeah. Ready. Okay. How's that sound, Josh? It's good. Try to hold it as close as you can as possible. Okay, don't tell okay. me what to do. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, it would only be right. I know. It would only be fitting if you deliver a message today about jumping out the window and stepping out on faith. Jumping out the window? Just jumping out the window, metaphorically speaking. 
Jumping out the window. Jumping out the window. Or stepping, stepping out on stepping, faith. Stepping out on faith. Stepping, stepping, out, on stepping faith. out on faith. Okay. Okay. Mm. Mm. Stepping out on faith. Let me think about it for okay. a second. Okay. This is a tougher one. Wait, let me switch it. Can I switch it? Right. I had a better I, idea. Oh, I just had it. But no, go ahead, okay. switch it. Okay. Switch it, switch it, switch it. Okay. I want you to preach a message today on betting on yourself. Okay. That's even better. Okay. Yeah. Betting on yourself. Okay. Come on here, Father God. I love you. <laughs> Father God, I trust you and I thank you. Come on here. Now listen. Sometimes in your life, you're afraid. Huh? You're worried because, because we're taught. You work your job. Mm. You work that nine to five. And at the end of that, you get your pension. Your retirement Mm -hmm. is there. Okay. Now, what you don't know that you might as well bet on yourself. Why? (laughs) Because somebody's already betting on you. See, what you don't know about your pension is that it goes into a hedge fund and someone is playing the stock market with your money. How dare you bet on me when I can bet on me? And when I bet on me, I'm going all in. I'm pushing my chips before the river. I'm pushing my chips before the turn because I know that God is a royal flush. The Bible says we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. See, the thing you don't understand is the reason you better bet on yourself is because the game is already won. When you have God on your side, it's predetermined. In the end, we win. How could you bet on a game that you did not know the outcome? Why would you not bet when God has already designed the outcome? I don't think you know. It was predestined when you were in the womb. He knew you. He knew what he had for you. For the Bible says, I know I have the plans. Come on in here. (laughs) I know the plans I have for you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Plans to prosper you and not to fail you. God already planning your victory. All he needs you to do is push your chips in. All he needs you to do is say I'm all in on my own life. I'm all in on my life. I'm all in on Kevin Fredericks. I'm all in on me. How can I trust you to bet on me if I can bet on myself? Hallelujah. Woo. Lift those sanctified hands and give them some praise. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the song. You're Shout really out to Whoop Triggers for giving me my own band. That was lit. Oh, yo. Oh, we're gonna talk about This felt so good to talk about. <sighs> that's what I love about that's why that's what I love about our podcast, man. We don't have to we could talk about what's Whatever important to we us. Talk about. Thank you guys. Uh hopefully somebody was inspired yeah. by this. Hopefully somebody's ready to make that move and uh Whatever become the lion you, you were always meant to be. Come on, man. You don't want to be in the zoo your whole life. Welcome to Pride Rock because Scar said, be prepared. Oof. It's oh my lit. God! See, cause hey, 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 come on! <laughs> Your future is already predestined. Come on, be prepared. Mm. Yes, our teeth and our ambitions are bare. <laughs> be prepared. 
Be prepared. Love Be y'all. Be prepared. Make sure Visit. you like the video, share the video, comment on the video. Um, rate the podcast a five only or we'll come and see you. And support the show at RighteousAndRatchet.com. We love you. See you. I have been Doughboy. Kev on stage. See you, tubers. <laughs>